Hello and welcome back to Real Talk Tuesday. First, we would like to apologize for not posting this on Tuesday. Ashley and I were super sick, so we're sorry for all you fans that were disappointed, especially you, Glenda. <laughs> Today's episode is about teen pregnancy and being a mom in high school. There are a lot of shows that are surrounding teen pregnancies right. and being a mom in high school and stuff. And I think Sixteen and Pregnant was a show right. that I watched. That was like our, our that was like the first that set the you know, the whole path for these teens struggling with being, you know, pregnant at a young age and going through high school and, you know, not having a job. You're right, 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 right. I personally did not like Sixteen and Pregnant. You're right. I liked I like Teen Mom. I love Teen Mom. Same. I want to be their friend. Yeah. But Sixteen and Pregnant, I felt like they... What's the word? They made it more hard than it is. I mean, obviously yeah. it's hard, but they like... Oh, my mom there won't was, watch my kids. Yeah. Blah, blah. There was a... It was like a lot of drama. Yeah, they... I, I think shows like that make it more dramatic for, for people like viewers. to in. Yeah. And I honestly think when it first came out... I feel like a bunch of teens purposely tried to get pregnant to be on that show. Yeah. And it was like an epidemic in our for our generation. Exactly. It was like everyone was getting pregnant at a young age, dropping out of school, becoming young mothers, single mothers. And I mean, I don't know if it's just because, you know, we're older and we're not in the high school realm, but I don't feel like I hear a whole lot of stories about people being young and pregnant anymore like that's good yeah I think that you know it did wake up a lot of people in America and like you know this isn't all what it's cracked up to be yeah exactly did you when you were in a, younger did you see yourself becoming a teen mom it definitely wasn't on my agenda to become <laughs> pregnant I was I was awful kid I was out doing whatever I wanted to and you know not worrying about consequences but yeah pregnancy I definitely thought I was this wasn't gonna affect me yeah I did not I was a weird kid so I always like played house by myself <laughs> and I would always in my head I would have you know, a good job, a husband, and then I'd have kids. But, right. like, I kind of did it backwards. Right. I had the kid, then I got the good job, then I got a husband, and then I had another kid. Right. So now I'm on the right track. Right. How did you find out that you were pregnant? Uh, it was a weird situation. I was living with my dad, in which my parents are divorced, but um, I was living with my dad, and I we were in, like, this little um, trailer park, like a community-type thing, and... Um, my best friend at the time, his name was Kyle, I had went to his mom because she was like the closest thing to a mom I had at the time, and um, I told her, I was like, you know, I missed my period, I think there may be an issue, I don't know if I'm just late or what, so she ran to the dollar store and she got me a pregnancy test, I took it, come out of the bathroom crying my eyes out like dramatic hysterical and you know she was like listen I know you're gonna try to run away and you're not gonna tell your dad she's like if you don't tell him by Monday I'm telling him and it was like a Friday night I was like oh my <laughs> god I was devastated so how'd you find out I I kind of knew 
I I always blame my mom <laughs> because I told my mom I was like my junior year of high school I was like mom can I please be put on birth control to regulate my period and she's like oh we'll wait till track season's over let's focus on track and I'm like okay whatever well in the middle or it was either in the middle of track or right before track started um my boyfriend at the time was oh my god I went in here and I was like dude I'm not on birth control oh no so right then and there I'm like okay I'm probably pregnant Dang, yeah but then an issue happened with him and then I went to a party with another person and that's when I ended up getting pregnant because I thought I was already pregnant so right and the thing is he didn't like finish really yeah because I interrupted it saying I think I'm pregnant and then he was all like why would you do this to me like you're the victim like <laughs> what does this affect you at all like it does not affect right. you but then on prom night I puked and I didn't start my period, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. Yep. So I was in, like, a position where I didn't know who right. the father was, but then when Corbin was born, I'm like, God, he looks so much like Joey. Yeah. And I actually didn't tell him about Corbin until Corbin was six months old. I was, I didn't want to. Right. So did you guys have to get DNA then? Yeah. I got DNA with Ramon and with Joey. Right. And Joey was the dad. Mm-hmm. And I got a bunch of, like, from one of my cousins, she was all like, you need to tell him. You need to let him see him more. And it's like, the right. dude doesn't know how to take care of a kid, right. so why would I let him keep right. him? It was just a crazy So crazy you guys thing. weren't together then? No. Okay. We were on and off, and, like, he was like, oh, I want to spend Christmas with you. Even when I started dating Dustin, he was like, I want to spend Christmas with you. Like, come spend the night with me. We'll open Christmas presents together. And at first I'm like... Okay, sure. But then I'm like, no, I can't do that to Dustin. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. And now I haven't talked to him in over eight years. Jeez. Seven or eight years. Yeah. Okay. So sorry to get off of topic of that. Like, what, what do you think, like, what's your views on, um, teens and birth control? Because I know you mentioned that and I totally like, that's a great topic. I think... I think when teens go to their parents and they say, I want to be birth control, the first thing that comes to their parents' mind is they're having sex, which isn't always the case. Like, for me, it wasn't the case. I just wanted to regulate my period. So I think parents shouldn't jump to conclusions when their daughters come to them saying, I want to be put on birth control. Right. And I think as us being young mothers, I think we'll do better Mm -hmm. because we were in that situation. Yeah. So did you, so the first person to find out was your mom, or your friend's mom? Yeah. Um, Her name was Robin, and she was the greatest. But um, after that, I did have to sit down with, I sat down with my grandma and um, my son's dad's parents and told them. And then after that, I told my dad, and you'll not believe what he said to me. He wanted me to get an abortion. Yeah, he was like pushing more. He's like, you know, Ashley, I just, I'm not a good, I'm not a good dad. How can I be a good grandpa? He made it about himself. The grandpa. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the dad. No, no, my dad. My dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah. Okay. He was like, he was like, you know, you should just really think about it and, um, 
you know, it's it can ruin your whole life. You are so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. Why don't you just think about getting an abortion? I can't be a good dad. You don't know how to be a mother. Blah blah blah. I don't think anyone knows how to be a mother. When yeah. They're first so mother. he he basically gave me an ultimatum. Like, <laughs> if you stay with me, living with me, then you're you need to abort. If you want to keep this baby, you're going to have to find other arrangements. So then, you know, I had to tuck my tail in between my legs and swallow my pride and get back into, you know, talk to my mom because we were fighting at the time. And she was, like, mad. She was so mad at my dad. She was like, how can you ask, you know, your your young daughter to have an abortion? And um, if it's her decision, don't sway her in any way, you know. Of course, educate her, but don't sway her. Yeah. Or give her an ultimatum. I mean, there's other ways to, like, if you don't want to keep it, I support you. Right. No, he was basically like, well, keep this baby, you're going to be homeless, too. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah, he's awful. My, the first person to find out was my friend Glenda. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... You know, she was my best friend at the time. Well, hey, she's, Glenda. She's still my best friend. I don't hate you. <laughs> um, she, she's the one that actually told my parents. I was too scared. Yeah, I. So she called my mom and was like, "Janine, mm-hmm. are you sitting down?" And she's like, "Yes, Glenda, what?" And she's like, "Tabitha's pregnant." And she's like, "Ha ha ha," because I would always joke. Right. Before right. I got pregnant, I asked my mom for a puppy. <laughs> And my mom's like, no, you're not getting a dog. I was like, well, I'll just have a baby. <laughs> and I ended up getting both. <laughs> so she told my parents for me. And my parents, like, they weren't mad. They were more disappointed. Like, right. my dad told me, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed that you lied about having sex. You could have came to us. Right. Like, you didn't have to go through Glenda to tell yeah. us that you were having a baby. So she told them for And my grandma, my mom's mom wouldn't talk to me for like a month, which she's 100% like major Catholic. Right. Like she's against sex before marriage at all. Right. So she was, she wouldn't talk to me for like a month, but then she came around and then my dad's mom, she just was disappointed, but she wasn't like mad at me. Yeah. I got that same reaction too, you know, with my grandma, my uh, my dad's mom. She was like really disappointed in me because, you know, and I felt so bad. It was, I was, I felt shame like because I was pregnant and I think that's mainly the reason why I, you know, was, you know, feeling awful about being sexually active at a young age and um, not doing it safely. Yeah. But she was just kept telling me, she's like, Ashley, don't make me a great-grandma. Don't make me a great-grandma at a young age. Like, I don't want to be 50-some years old and be a great-grandma. And I was like, well, you're a great-grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Did you ever think about, um, like, giving the baby up for adoption or anything? No. I mean, I wish I would have had more conversations about it, and I wish I was more educated back then because... Um, you know, it was just the newness of it and, you know, like, oh, I'm going to have my own child. I'm going to have someone that's going to be with me no matter what. Yeah. And I was in bad relationships and all that. So I was just excited about it. I wish I was more educated about abortion and adoption Mm -hmm. than my only thought back then was you have, you have, you get pregnant, you keep the baby. Yeah. It was very conservative thoughts and... So, no, I never crossed my mind to have adoption or abortion. My track coach's wife couldn't have babies. So, like, as soon as I got pregnant, I was like, 
I could just give it to them. Yeah. They can't have babies, but I obviously ended up keeping him. I couldn't imagine my life without him. Absolutely. As much as he makes me mad and, like, yeah. angry. <laughs> and at times, I'm like, I'm taking you back to the hospital. <laughs> right. Adoption. Yeah. I couldn't imagine my life without him. Yeah. At all. Where you're, like... Your dad was obviously mad. Oh, yeah. But, like, so your grandparents, were they, like, your support system? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, what really surprised me was, I know we have this in common, like, um, our grandparents come from Catholic, you know, devout Catholic beliefs and stuff, so I was so nervous about telling my Catholic grandma, like, I'm pregnant, out of marriage, I'm young, I'm not out of school, and she was, like, very supportive, very comforting, very loving, and it was completely opposite of what I had pictured in my mind, that how the conversation was going to go. Yeah, my mom's church, which I grew up Catholic as well, they were very supportive. Mm -hmm. Like, the girl, me and her were in the same grade, she was, like, the leader of the youth group or whatever Mm -hmm. her and her mom came over with this big laundry basket full of baby stuff which was really surprising because usually right if you get pregnant outside of marriage they like shun you right much right but they were very very supportive i know though that catholics like you know obviously growing up we know like they don't believe in birth control like they they believe in it but it's you know very frowned upon if you use any kind of birth control like you're supposed to just have as many babies as God wants you to have. She had eight kids. Yes. By the time I was like a senior in high school. It's insane. Yeah. And so they were like excited, like, yeah, another. My my dad wanted 12 kids. Oh my God. And he had two and he's like, I'm done. No. I can't. I can't. I want, I want two more, but it's not going to, it's probably not going to happen. No. Oh my gosh. When you found out or how did you, I already asked that question. Sorry guys. How old were you, or how old are they now? Like, how old's your son? My son, Bentley, is, um, he'll be 12 in March, so he's 11 now. Corbin will be, he's 10 now, and he'll be 11 in February. And then Corey just turned three. But I didn't have her as a teen, so I feel like she doesn't count in this conversation. She always counts. We, can't <laughs> we love Corey. We can't leave her out. How was your, did you have any birth issues, or was it... Um, no, I had a, I had a, um, vaginal birth and I did have an epidural and, um, a new Bane shot. I, um, I went into, I wasn't induced, so I went into labor on my own. It was a long labor though, because I went in way early. I should have just stayed at home, ate something, waited out the contractions, but as soon as they got like super close together, I was like, all right, it's time to go. It's like 3 a.m. waking my mom up on the couch and she's like, oh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I had to be induced because my due date, I was not dilated at all. Really? And my heart rate, or no, his heart rate and my blood pressure kept going up and down, like skyrocketing. Yeah. And the doctor finally came in and was like, they told my mom, they were like, if she tries to have it vaginally, sh- her and the baby might not make it oh my gosh. so we're gonna leave the decision up to her whether she wants to have a c-section or not so i had to go into an emergency c-section oh my gosh yeah and was like, that scary yeah i mean i was they already gave me the epidural at this point right so i was like 
I had drugs in me, so right. I was. I asked Glenda's mom if she would have Corbin for me, <laughs> and if she wanted to go to a grapefruit party with me. <laughs> what? But then, like, when the doctor came in and said I needed to have an emergency C-section, I look over, and, like, Glenda's just bawling, like, you're going to die, you're going to die. Like, no, I'm not, dude, calm down. So, I mean, it's good that you didn't really, like... Yeah, so I've never experienced a vaginal birth, ever. Yeah. Because Corey was a C-section as well. I mean, I don't... I have never... I've never experienced a C-section, but I feel like from both of our stories, like, they're equally scary. Yeah, it... The... With Corbin... I I think I, uh, what's the word? I recovered better. Okay. Because Corey, she had the health problems, so right. I had to get up more than what I did with Corbin. Like, mm-hmm. they always brought him to me if I wanted to yeah, see him. Yeah, I, I remember that. Like, the, the, um, um, the nurses and the um, pregnancy and labor, like, they were awesome, they would, like, keep him overnight for me, and mm-hmm. while, I, the first night, they kept him in the nursery, and so I could, you know, recover and sleep, because I was in, like, labor for, like, 21 hours, I don't remember how long I wasn't I was pushing for that long, but, like, that's how, when I was in the hospital before I had Bentley for 21 hours, that's crazy, yeah, I was in there, like, they, with Corey, they scheduled it, like, you're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna right. cut you open at 7.30, but with Corbin, it was like, okay, if you're not dilated by this day, we're gonna bring right. you in, and they broke my water, which felt really satisfying, I guess yeah. you could say, like, it's like a water balloon inside of you that just <sighs> bursts open, yeah. but with my next child, I'm going to go to a different hospital, Yeah, probably gonna go to the one up in Columbus, because at Adina... If you had a C-section with your one baby, you right. have to have them for the rest because, which is kind of shady, or not shady, but like sketchy because they don't mm-hmm. have the insurance or the doctors in right. case something goes wrong, which I feel like they should. Right, yeah. Yeah, so they were telling me, like, we are getting on that, but that may be just something they tell people right. to like, calm them down, I guess. Right. But, yeah, I never... That's that I don't know is what it odd. Feels like. I want to I wanna know what it feels like. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it was... It's been 11 years, like I said, but um, it was very painful, and uh, the recovery was just, it was awful. Ugh. It's awful. I had to wear, like, granny panties. Yeah. And, like, I still bled, though. Oh, like, after? Mm-hmm. I still bled. And <laughs> Did, Was um, Joey in the room when you were giving birth? No. No, well... No one could be in the room because it was emergency C-section. Okay. With Corey, they let Dustin in the room. Okay. It was funny because... So do they still, like, cut the umbil- umbilical cord? Like, was he able to do that? I don't... Th- I don't know. I don't remember if he was or not. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to ask him that. Because I know, like, I see on TV, like, they're like, oh, would Dad like to cut the cord? Yeah. I don't know if he did or not. I'd have to ask him that. But, like, when the nurses were prepping me... Mm-hmm. It was freezing cold, one. They needed yeah. to turn off the heat. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they were numbing me, it felt so weird because I kept wanting to, like, sit up, but I couldn't feel my legs. Yeah. And I kept asking the nurse beside me, like, will you, will you hold my hand? Aww. And then I kept, like, every five minutes, I'm like, can Dustin come in now? And she's like, not yet. They're still prepping you. And then, like, five minutes later, can Dustin come in now? Uh-huh. No, not yet. And then finally, she's like, can we, Can someone please go get Dustin for her? Aww. He needs to get in here. Aww. He... He cried. I've never seen him so, like, 
when Corey had her birth problems, mm-hmm. I never seen him so serious. And like all my friends were like, Dustin's such a jokester. I've never seen him like mm-hmm. so sad and serious before in my life. Right. He loves that child. Oh. I love her too. She's crazy. Yeah. She's a diva. Oh my gosh, I can't. I don't want her to grow up. I asked her last night, I was like, can you stay a little forever? And she's like, no. Oh, I love her. She's, she has the personality of someone, I, I don't know, it's crazy. Her personality is so huge. And Dustin, when I was pregnant, Dustin always said, I hope she's weird. Yeah. And she's weird. She's weird. She's a weird one, but she's a funny weird. Yeah. Like, she's a good weird. When you were in high school, did you miss out on anything because of being a mother? Um, well... My high school, I see I dropped out and I was a junior, so, um, I don't, and then I was homeschooled before that, just, you know, partying and stuff, but no, nothing stopped me from doing what I wanted to do. I didn't really miss out on anything either. Like, I still went to homecomings, I still went to prom, um... My mom's rule was if you put him to bed, you can go out with your friends pretty much. So I thank my mom a lot for um, being able to help me pretty much raise Corbin. Mm -hmm. (coughs) What grade were you in when uh, I was, it was my junior year going into my sophomore year, senior senior year when I found out that I was pregnant. Same. It would have been for me, but I had dropped out, so... Actually, I lied. I missed out on track. Because yeah. I, uh... My senior year of high school, I was pretty much Glenda's babysitter. Okay. Because I only had to go to school... Because she had a son as well. I only had to go to school one day a week to get my homework. Because I only needed one credit to graduate, which was math. Okay. So I went one day a week to get my homework and turn my homework <clears throat> in. And right. then I would go back to Glenda's house and watch her son while she was at school. Oh, that helps a lot. And at Adina, um, you have to either be at school for so many hours or be at school for so many semesters to do a sport and since I was not at school I couldn't run track which till this day I regret very badly because I was actually good at track right I track I loved it Aww. and it makes me sad when I think about it <laughs> um did like anyone did your teachers and classmates did they like eh, like how did they react when you were like hey I'm pregnant well it's different for me because I, like I said, I was, you know, homeschooled, but I did have childhood friends that I had grew up with and they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're pregnant. But then they were excited about the whole, oh, I'm going to be an auntie aspect and, you know, they don't come around anymore. But, um, some of them, like my close friends, they were supportive. They were, um, excited. They helped when they could, but for the most part, I didn't really have to struggle with any of the judgment of, you know being pregnant walking the halls in school or you know missing school because my kid was you know yeah born so yeah same yeah my I mean I only went to school the first day right so I mean no one was they were all supportive Mm -hmm. I mean it was my teacher's ideas to like just come once a week right that's awesome because I had um I think it's still called ag which was woodwork mm-hmm. and they were like you don't need to be breathing in all that dust mm-hmm. so they would just like come once a day and 
or come once a week and pick up your homework. Had the teachers not been so cool like that, do you think you would have graduated? Yeah, my parents wouldn't have let me drop out. Right. They 100% wouldn't let me. That's good. Yeah. So, and I still crossed the stage. I had already had Corbin. I had Corbin in February and I still graduated. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's like another thing with like 16 and pregnant. Like I felt like they had to drop out uh-huh. because they got pregnant when right. that's not the case at all. Like you can still. Yeah. It's definitely harder. And it does make your life a lot harder. Than... Yeah. Which I'm not saying that it's the easiest right. thing in the world. No, but like a lot of people, you know, if they don't have the support, honestly, that's, I feel like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. If you have cool parents that will support you and like get you help, you know, help you through or you have shit parents that just neglect to those and they're basically like oh well it's your problem yeah so parents are figure it out very what what will you how would your reaction be if Bentley came home and was like mom my girlfriend's pregnant when he's in high school I'm dreading I mean (laughs) I would hope that he I would hope that I'm raising him in a manner that is not being sheltered. I don't want him to think that this stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. Because it absolutely does obviously happen to me. But I want him to know, like, no matter what, we need to be transparent. You need to come with me anything that you decide to do. If you are sexually active, if you're not, if you know, have a friend that, you know, their parents aren't cool with her going to get, you know, birth control and you're worried that she'll become a teen mom, you know, come to me, talk to me about it. Like, yeah. you know, there's so, there's so many ways to get birth control that you don't need you know, there's there's pill clubs now. Like, you can get monthly subscriptions and mailed in your mailbox. Really? I didn't know Like, that. I wish that stuff was available when we were, you know, yeah. kids. Yeah. It just, there was no market for it. And, you know, you had to have parents' consent. You know, Planned Parenthood was just so hard to get into. I was petrified. I heard about all their abortion stories. You go in there, you see dead babies hanging on the wall or something. (laughs) You know, I was petrified of Planned Parenthood. Like, I had no idea that, you know, they helped so much. And now they're not even a thing anymore. I know. Like, they're losing funding tremendously. It's awful. It's sad. I will kill Corey. I think it's easier for a mom with a son Mm. because I mean it's still gonna be difficult but like with the daughter like you have to be there yeah the the baby's gonna be 100% all the time with her and I already told Corey she's only three and I told her you're not allowed to have a boyfriend until you're 60 (laughs) and like everyone I tell that to that has a daughter they're all like "Eh, good luck with that yeah and Corey's a pretty little girl yeah so so what happens like when she if when she does start dating and school and stuff and like do you are you gonna are you gonna be like are you going to educate her and, like, be her sounding board and, you know, trying to navigate this? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the mom that's, like, more of a best friend than a mom. Mm-hmm. But I want her to know that no matter what happens, you can come to me and your dad. Right. And we're not going to, like, jump to conclusions like, oh, mom, I need birth control. Oh, you're having sex? Grounded. Right. We're not going to do anything like that. Right. I want to, like, when she becomes the appropriate age to sit down and talk to her, like, this is gonna, this is what could happen, 
not saying that it is going to happen, but this mm-hmm. is what could happen. Right. So you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to be put on birth control, we'll go in and get you birth control. Right. You need to be protective, though, if you are going to be sexual active, which I hope you're not going to be. Right. Because this could be the outcome. Right. Consequences, for yeah. sure. And, you know, like, it's important to show kids, like, Teen Mom OG is not written in the stars for everyone. Like, yeah. you see these girls that were on Teen Teen Mom, and then now they're on Teen Mom OG. And they're wealthy, they're popular, they have, you know, a lot of... Um, businesses. Influencing power. Yeah. yeah, businesses, nice cars, brand new houses. They don't... Most... 90% of them don't actually work. They run... You know, they're entrepreneurs or whatever. Like, MTV isn't going to fund your motherhood. Yeah, they're not. In real, everyday life, MTV's not going to cut you a check to be on TV. (laughs) I always think about, like, what if I was on Teen Mom? No one would watch because my life is so boring. (laughs) Like, I don't have all this drama with my baby daddy. Right. I don't have problems with other teen moms burning my crap and everything. (laughs) I'm not, like... Yeah. I don't my that my portion of the show would be so boring. I think that's why they have to add. They would have canceled you. <laughs> they would have been like, "Hey, we like you, but you gotta go. You're just not. There's no drama. I think, and I think that's why they add in like yeah. And that's with any reality TV show though. Right. They're gonna add in the drama. I mean, I still watch them. Right. So Me too. They're gonna add in all the drama just so viewers. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they like didn't fire Farah. As right. soon as they did, because she was, she had the most drama. Right, and I mean, people love to see other people's messy lives. Because then they don't want to focus on that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you regret getting pregnant? Like, I know you love your son. Absolutely, I do love him. On the days he's not a brat, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I do regret the manner that was done. I wish I would have waited and... Who knows if I didn't wait if I would have kids today. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would. Because your husband doesn't want kids. No, he doesn't. And I don't either. I mean, I'm not a kid person. I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, we can visit. You're just a Corey person. Yeah, we'll visit Corey. (laughs) And then when, you know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. She stays here. But I, um, the only thing I regret is, you know, the who. Yeah. Who I had him with. Yeah, exactly. I, same. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love Corbin to death. You know, I couldn't imagine life without him, like I said. But I wish I would have waited mm-hmm. until I met the right person to actually sit down and settle down with. But then, like, when I think about that, it's like, I, I'm the type of person that believes everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So, if they're... And I also believe in, like, parallel universes, and there might be a universe where I don't have Corbin. Right. And it's just, would I be where I'm at today? Right. Sitting here talking with you. Right. If I never had Corbin. Right. So, like, a part of me regrets getting pregnant young, but then a part of me is, like, I am who I am today because of that situation. And the things that got us to where we are now is because we did have a little one to look after. Exactly, right. You know? Yeah. Because I had to get a job, which was here. Right. And then you had to get a job, which was here. And then we met and became best friends. All because we got pregnant. Right. (laughs) 
is it hard was it hard to raise a baby well you didn't really go to school mm-hmm. neither did I no <laughs> so I mean I can like try to put myself in those situations and I think it would be hard because you know I see these high schoolers now like they're working they're trying to maintain a social life and go to school and school work is so hard these days I know I don't remember it being I mean I dropped out when I was in school it was just 2 plus 2 and now it's like x plus y plus z equals 12 I don't know how they do it these days I mean they have no they have no time to have a kid I, I don't, I'm regretting. I mean, so I can't imagine being young and pregnant in today's <clears throat> time. I don't know if it's because I'm older and I'm slowed down, but I couldn't imagine being a teen pregnant or teen mom right now. Yeah. And trying to go to school and all of the stuff they expect from kids these days. Yeah. It's just School insane. is 100% different from when we were in school. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I feel like kids nowadays couldn't survive if they were put, like, when we were in school. Just because, like, we don't have the technology that they have. Right. But the good thing about that is we weren't judged on a day-to-day basis yeah. like kids are today. I feel like oh my gosh. kids have to live up to yeah. an expectation so they don't lose followers or whatever. Yeah. Could you imagine being a teen mom and being on, like, social media and stuff and, like, all of the hatred and... You know, like, the backlash you would get out of the community. Yeah, it's... Kids today have it easy. But I would... I would never... If I was given an option, like, Hey, do you want to relive your childhood starting now? No. Yeah. I like my childhood. Yeah, me too. It was way much easier. There was no... Plus, it was the 90s, man. 90s are awesome. Dude. I think every year should just be 90s. <laughs> Can everyone and Everyone needs to experience the 90s. They need to have it make a time machine just for that. Like, you have to experience the 90s. You have to. You're never going to want to come back. No, I freaking love the 90s. Everyone's just so blah today. Yeah. And it's just so difficult now. It is so hard. Like, <sighs> quit being a dummy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we already asked that because we already said that. Um. Let's take a moment to mention my friend's candles. Yes, yes, yes. Glenda. She is our loyal listener. <laughs> and her candle company is Soy Be It. It's S-O-Y-B-E-E-I-T. And she makes, what is it, homemade candles? Yeah, she makes homemade candles. Um, they, I personally have not smelled them yet. She's actually coming by later today to show us them. Oh, I'm so excited. But, um... Everything is organic, made, recycling. The labels are recycled. Shut up. Yeah, she always yells at me when I buy a candle. Cause yeah. Do you know what toxins you're putting on yeah. into your house? Yeah. And I didn't know that candles that you buy from the store release the same amount of toxins that a diesel truck releases. That's why your candle turns black. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's like, they're healthy for you. They're, yeah. They'll make you better. And I'm like, will they make... Like, I was asking her questions like, oh, will they make me skinnier then if they're healthy? <laughs> I bet they smell amazing. I can't wait to do it. And um, she can do any... I told her I was going to go to the store and, like, smell candles and be like, right. okay, I want this flavor. Because she yeah. can make whatever flavor you want. That's amazing. They're $15. Um, some are reduced down to $10. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find all of her candles on Facebook. Her name is Glenda, G-L-E-N-D-A. Um, we will have way more information 
next Tuesday because okay. she's going to bring us a list of how she makes them and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, she makes homemade candles and check her out for sure. She also is starting to make wax melts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, my um, I know a lot of people sell like Cincy and the MLL, MLM communities and stuff. They eat it up. My my family actually are into big into Cincy, and I love it. And I I love the aspect that it's there's no flame, so you don't have to worry about your house burning down. And it's very low low burning heats, like the temperature. So I'm excited to see what what she comes out with. That, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to smell them because I heard they smell fantabulous. Alright, guys, if you or anyone you know is pregnant or struggling, please visit IamPregnant.org or call the Teen Pregnancy Hotline at 1-800-672-2296. Again, visit IamPregnant.org or call 1-800-672-2296. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're not alone. If you need any help, there's tons and tons of supporting groups out there. Yeah, and you know, if you are a teen listening to this and you you're afraid to go to your parents about some kind of um, birth control or anything, please do your research. Try to figure out, you know, what your best option is with um, birth control or safe sex practices. Um, there's a plethora of different monthly subscriptions you can get in the mail of your birth control sent directly to your home or you know to a friend's home anywhere that's safe but please practice safe sex yes yes well tune in next week for the drop out episode we will have a special guest with us we're going to be talking about high school dropout and college dropout so please tune in next week and if you have any questions or comments or concerns about any topic whether it's teen pregnancy or if you're a dropout and you have you want to share your story just comment on whatever you're listening to and tune in next week bye bye guys